0: Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent, we call home, hashtag Africa Connected. Alright, let's welcome then on the lines, Nigiwe Pigicha, she is in Uganda, remember, Nigiwe, what did you teach me yesterday, Oli Otya
1: Yes, and Boulonzi is the response. Thank you
0: for that. I hope you're good. So, so, um, (laughs) one of the issues that I wanted to talk to you about is this issue of tourism. Uh, How much is Uganda getting in as far as the slice of uh, African tourism is concerned?
1: You know, Kalani, it's doing really well, but it could do so much better. We spoke to someone in the tourism sector yesterday, who says um, that tourism is contributing at about nine percent of the country's GDP, and that has doubled in a matter of just a few years. It offers so many wonderful tourism attractions and a very wide and diverse set of things, Kalani, because it's a really beautiful country. So there are a number of national parks, about ten. Um, there are waterfalls, which are exquisite, I'm told, and the impenetrable forest, which offers spectacular sights because it's really a very picturesque country. And it also offers any number of uh, hospitality amenities. Now, outside of Lake Victoria, which we spoke about yesterday, there are other lakes as well because that's what's known as the Great Lakes region, uh, lakes like Lake Edward, etc. There are a number of them all here in Uganda. So it's really attractive. But the thing is, it faces numerous challenges, Kalani, and those challenges center around transport and infrastructure, um, but also it's a marketing problem, I think, because Uganda finds itself in a very tough neighborhood of competition. It's surrounded by countries like Kenya and Rwanda, which offer similar attractions but have far bigger budgets to tell that story to the world, so people naturally are drawn to those countries. But as far as transport is concerned, Kalani, Uganda doesn't have its own national carrier, Mm. so if you want to you either have to come by Kenya, which has its own national carrier, or you have to come by South Africa. Now, naturally, if Kenya offers a similar attractions, what would be the point of traveling even further at greater expense? when you can do similar things in Kenya. So those are some of the challenges, even though Uganda presents its own unique attractions. So I think for, for this country, it's got to be a big marketing push, and that means a bigger budget to spend on
0: that. Yeah. So so one of my listeners sent an email, and they were suggesting places for you to go to, and they suggested, it was Irene, actually, Irene Nyandoi, who is a Ugandan living in South Africa, suggested a, a Rolex, um, and apparently, uh, well, she says, and not just any Rolex, but one from a suburb called Wanda. Wendek- Gahaya. Tell me more.
1: And I did try out the Rolex for them. It is very, very exciting because a Rolex. Is, it's not a plate. It's a type of food, and it's not a watch either. <laughs> so it's a very common and very popular type of food here in Uganda. I saw it being made at some of the street markets, but we also have our own particular Rolex made by one of Uganda's top chefs last night. So the Rolex, for them, is a chapati bread, uh, something similar to roti. And, and and then it's layered with an omelet and that omelet is garnished with onion, garlic, and all sorts of things that you might like on it. But the special Rolex that we were treated to last night by Emmanuel Gutterstein was one of the top chefs here. It's his own little invention uh, called the Polix, because apparently Ugandan loves pork, so he's added his own invention. And uh, so it's got thinly sliced slices of pork added to that, and then it's rolled out into something of a wrap. It is very, very delicious and certainly something I would recommend. So the Rolex get a hundred marks for me and so does the Rolex, which we got to try last night. <laughs> <product.
0: laughs> Nick I must Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Again, then for more on Nigiwa's travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, they support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets. Let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.